You're listening to the Teach Better Talk podcast featuring expert educators eager to share progressive tactics to reach more students. Teach Better Talk is created by teachers and fueled by passion. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 269 of Teach Bear Talk Podcast. My name is Ray Hewart, and Jeff Gargas could not make today's episode, so it's it's just me, <laughs> friends. It's just me. Oh, that's especially funny if they if they weren't watching on YouTube, then they wouldn't necessarily know that I was here. On YouTube, they hopefully saw me sitting here like, what? Um, I am here. Although, although technically... Technically, when this episode comes out, I'm not here. I'm on vacation right now. So maybe I'll just be like. Creeping on the beach. All right. Well, Jeff, we'll just put like a picture of you up and you could just sit there with a dorky smile on your face. Chris, if you're going to put a picture of me up that is not me, please make it Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. You're welcome. Uh, No, I want him to like Photoshop your head like on the beach relaxing. Like, do you know what I mean? Like he could Photoshop you into a scene. Like instead of the beach's head? Yeah, think about it for a second. Go on. All right, let's move move on. Nope. Let's let's move on. I don't know how this is a podcast about education at this point. Like, it's... It is, because we have a really good episode. Thankfully, Casey's a really good educator. Yeah, Casey has a ton of insight he's going to share. Yes. But before we get to that, I did want to give a few shout outs to some team members and do a little, I don't know, talky talky life update. What do you think? Talking talky. I like it. Let's do it. So shout out to two new Teach Better team members and two other Teach Better team members who recently changed roles. Oh, okay. So that's that's, that's a lot of transitions. I'm confused. I'm trying to think of all the people in my head. I had, okay, let's well, go through them. Let's go through them. Let's shout them out. I'll pretend like well, I knew. I just, okay, first off, simple shout out. Dave Schmidto yes. is somebody who's been on the Teach Better team for a while, yes. but actually just took over more responsibility building up educators in our network. And I just want to give him a shout out for that. He's an all-star. And so I'm excited to work alongside him more in some of these projects yeah. he's working through with the team. Hey, Dave. Uh, I want to give a shout out. Sorry, I was saying oh, hi, hey, Dave. Dave. Hey. Go ahead. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Rachel, who's also been on the team for a while, but now she is also stepping up and taking more of a leadership role, and I love yeah, that she's, she's stepping up challenging big time. herself. Stepping up big time, I yeah. Know. Yes. I love when educators on our team come to us and they're like, hey, I think I have an idea and I want to do more, and then we get to be like, do it, dude. Shout out to Rachel. And if Rachel doesn't hear this, then this could all change if she doesn't listen. No, Rachel's great. We love Rachel. And then um, two newbies on the team. Two newbies. This was big news right here. Two newbies. One, we have Heather, wonderful, wonderful person joining our team. I have known Heather for a long time, and she is now coming in to work with a ton of different things on our team, but mostly to work with Chad. So mm-hmm. for the record, I just wanted to want to say sorry, Heather. And, and good thank luck. You. Good luck, Chad. May the odds be, be ever in your favor. Yeah. Heather's going to have a ball yes. getting to know Chad. That's going to be really fun. Yeah. And then, dude, we just brought on the one, the only, you all know and love her, 
I can't talk her up anymore because she's the queen of all things. Miss Amanda Post is yeah. officially a part of the Teach Better. She's team. a founding ambassador, then a lead ambassador, and then we're like pulling her up to the, I don't know if this is the big league. It's probably the other way around, but you know what I mean. I don't think so. Yes. And yeah. so she's come on. Yeah, that's super exciting. Amanda has been in our world and part of our family for a long time. Um, and then was just, yeah, was, was it, like I said, founding ambassador and was a lead ambassador for a while. And now she's on and she's, can be help us do what she does best, which is make people feel good. So super pumped about that. Well, and Amanda, for those of you who don't know her, and you should go connect, Amanda Post, like she is on every social media, go hunt her down. But she's a elementary educator who runs the grid method and truly likes to make people feel good and likes to be helpful. And I, I am selfishly so excited that she officially joined the team because I need to get to know her better because everyone talks about how amazing she is. And I think we've only had, I don't know, a dozen conversations in, you know, the past few years. I'm really excited to be like, kind of like annoying to her by always talking to her and asking her questions. <laughs> well, it's exciting. Um, it's really exciting to have some people taking on some new roles, really exciting, always exciting when we get to welcome new team members. in. that's a lot of fun. Um, fun. it's a blast. So, uh, shout out to you. If you see them on uh, on social media or wherever, high five them or the social media version of high five. Um, but yes, I love it. Okay, can we talk? So Jeff, we just brought on all these people, and now you're on vacation during this time. That's how so. that works. That's what we did. I was like, hey, I gotta go on vacation. We need to hire some people so I can go on vacation. Oh, I see. Is well, I that, hope is you're enjoying your vacation. Right now, it seems really nice. I mean, it's four weeks from now, but that's not the point. Like it's supposed to be nice, so I'm told it's really nice. So we'll see. I uh, I'm excited. I'm trying to decide right now whether I'm going to do brain uh, the brain break from like while on vacation, or if I'm going to let Dave bring on a guest. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Just do you want to hear my opinion, or are you just going to do it? Nope, I don't want to hear anyone's opinion. No one's not even our listeners. No, what would you do? Should I should I chime in from from vacation and and chime in, or do you think you want the spot? Don't you? No, you never take a vacation. Go unplug and go on vacation. Do yeah, not but I'm go to just, brain break. I'm really afraid that I'm going to miss Dave. Well, you will miss Dave, and Dave will find a replacement for you, and you will probably lose your spot on brain uh, break. Exactly. Too That's bad. Exactly. You decide to go on vacation. <laughs> That's why I don't go on vacation because I would go somewhere and you guys just replace me. I do. Anyway. I do have to say, Dave, I think is like like moving that week. So how about this? You and Dave don't do brain break. I will do brain so, break with someone else on the team, and we'll do shenanigans. He is while I'm moving. While I'm going on vacation, he's moving right right around there too. But I think he's gonna be done by the time brain break hits, or like not done, no, but I like think, he's gonna be down. I think you need Caitlin and I. Oh, okay. And I, That's or happened Megan before. Or Andrea, like we're. All yeah, right. we're going to take over brain break. Right. Someone. We Katie might, Miglin, maybe. I might be putting some names in a hat and draw them to and see what happens. See what goes on there. So. I, I, I like it. I think we should do it. Okay. Maybe, maybe like the females of Teach Better. We could see how many we could fit on one. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Okay. I'm going to move us on to this, to this episode because I think we're way, we're way gone at this point. But I'm excited yeah. about the female takeover, females of, of Teach Better takeover for brain break. Uh, so... Let's talk about this episode. So Casey Jakubowski, I'm not saying his name right. Casey, I love you to death. I'm so sorry. I said it right at the beginning. And now I'm never going to say it right again in my life. But it's, I like this dude. I want, if you're listening to this episode, as you listen through, 
if you have like, I don't know if you have, if you're driving, don't do this, but if you have like a piece of paper laying around, I want to see if you can just do a tally of how many random references Casey makes to either a song, a movie, a show, a product. Like, they were all over the place. We called out one or two, but like, they were everywhere. So anyway, that was something I really enjoyed. So Casey, uh, 20, 20 plus years in education. He's got a PhD in education policy, leadership, and reform. He's an author uh, with the Amazing Edumatch team. He's got one book out, one on the way. We're going to give away a copy of the book. Um, I really enjoy it. He shares a extremely vulnerable story uh, toward toward the end of the episode. And the lesson that he shares out of that as his advice, I think is just super, super powerful. So uh, I really enjoyed this episode. Anything to add or are we good to go? Let's, Let's do, do it, it, dude. Get an episode 269 with Dr. Casey Jakubowski. Hey guys, it's Ray. We'll be right back with this episode, but I have to give a shout out to one of my friends, Becky Schnexer. She just launched a book and I am just kind of giddy about it. It's called Expedition Science, Empowering Learners Through Exploration. Now, if you don't know Becky Schnexer, she's the real deal here, people. Like literally, she lives, eats, and breathes not only teaching science, but experiencing science. She is not only a classroom teacher, but an explorer. And she has achieved so much in her life. I can't believe that she just threw it in a book. So I really hope you guys head over to Amazon. It's called Expedition Science, Empowering Learners Through Exploration. I'm sure we'll figure out a way to give away a few copies once I get my hand on the book. But holy cow, I just at least, at very least, want to take a second to celebrate Becky. This is an incredible accomplishment, Becky. We love you. All right. We are here and we're chatting with Casey uh, Jakubowski. Did I say that right? Because we just yeah. went over it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to say it wrong. Did I get it right, Dr. J? No, you got it right, Jeff. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to go with Dr. J from here on out just to be safe. But Casey, it's awesome to have you on your podcast, man. I really appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. Obviously, we already having some fun before we even hit record. So this is always going to be, that's always a good sign. So super excited to kind of dive into what you got going on, learn more about you. But before we get too far into the questions, how are you feeling right now? Oh, I am at the end of the semester. I was at um, my community college's graduation, all four ceremonies on Saturday, got a uh, low level grade one sunburn and the allergies hit me. And they hit me with their best shot, fire away. <laughs> so it, it's a little bit of a hoarse voice, but, you know, we'll rock it today. We'll, we'll power through. That's what educators do. We power through. Casey, how in the world did you just quote that song and, like, and not sing it? Like, that was, like, I don't think I could even quote those lyrics and not just blast out in song. Like, I'm very impressed. Thank you, Ray. I got to tell you, it is 20 years of professional getting thrown out of choirs. I was literally thrown out of my fourth grade high school chorus. So, you know. That's, that's awful. I just hope everybody in their car right now that's listening is like, hit me with your best shot. I'm just saying, everyone's got to be doing it. Anywho, um, Casey, before we get too far into this episode, I although I do want to ask you 1,500 questions about getting thrown out of choir, um, I'd rather also make sure that our listeners kind of know all about you and all that you do. So would you mind telling us a little about yourself? Sure. Well, Ray, thank you. And Jeff, thank you. Um, I am a fan of civic education. I research rural education. 
I've founded my own consulting company, CTJ Solutions, where I help people tame their conflict dragons. But the other cool thing is that I love to make history come alive. I love to help people find their why, but even more to move them from their okay to outstanding. Actively involved in Twitter, I help out a couple of startup companies. I also ask the big questions of why are we doing what we're doing and how did we get to where we got? Because I think that um, one of the joys that I like to bring to the table is that I am super curious about everything. I read a lot, but also more importantly, I love to talk about it. Scary thought when you're a history teacher or a college professor. I try very hard not to put my students to sleep. Um, hashtag Sydney and Little Valley and Hudson Valley and Rensselaer Polytech folks. Uh, I never put some of my students to sleep. I actually used to tell them, come on, guys, you got to go to your next classes because I'm all about them. And I think that one of the joys and privileges I bring is this always finding what makes somebody special and unique. So that's what I do, Ray and Jeff. I try to find unique about everybody. I love that. I'm trying to find unique about everyone. That's awesome. I love that that be, that be in your focus there. Um, I want to touch you, you. You also have written a couple, or you've written a couple books, or yep. you have one book done and one on the way. Uh, is well, the, is the cog is that is that out yet? Not yet. No. So I have okay. one book fir- firmly established as the older sibling. That's called my thinking about <laughs> teaching from the amazing Dr. Sarah Thomas, Mandy Froelich, and Melody McAllister's um, Edumatch Publishing 2020. It hit the bookshelves just before COVID hit us and COVID won, um, (laughs) where I talk about my teaching career, Cog in the Machine. It's due any day now. This thing is literally eating hot and spicy food to make it come to fruition. (laughs) And uh, then uh, I'm currently working on the manuscript for two more books. Uh, One of them I really want to get out there. It's how to re-engage STEM and humanities together. And the other one is uh, taking my dissertation and picking up, petting it, not crying over it, and trying to get it out there so people can read about rural education, which is baller. If you do not have a friend who is a rural educator, you're missing friends. Get some friends in rural ed. Hashtag rural ed chat. Uh, love that. So I, I want to focus in on the book, the, the book that came out in 2020, thinking about teaching. Um, tell us about that book, sort of the the process that led up to like what made you write that and and what's it all about and and who's it for? Yeah, so Jeff and Ray, I think it's for anybody who's interested in teaching. Anybody who's currently teaching, if you have a novice teacher, a wannabe teacher, a teacher who's in the middle of their career, if they're a social studies teacher, I take a lot of different musings and thoughts about my career, reflect on it. I talk about how I'm inspired by the servant leadership my mom and dad gave towards us. I talk about my family. I talk about how I had one of the most epically greatest lessons I ever did that involved food. Yes, food is a good thing, especially for high school students. And I also talk about how I had an epically bad lesson because I want people to not have to go through that trauma of having a bad lesson. I also spend a little bit of time in the book talking about what it means to be a teacher and how we've got some amazing research. We've got some amazing practices out there, 
but never the twain should meet. But I got to tell you, Dr. Jill Gradwell of Buff State College assigned my book, and one of her students said the baller chapter was the one about Optimus Prime. So that was the one that I'm most proud of, is how Optimus Prime demonstrates servant leadership and how everybody needs to be a little bit like Optimus Prime. All right, I'm, I'm going to need you to go a little more into that. Can you share a little bit more sure. about the Optimus Prime angle? Sure. One of the points that I think is that if anybody who's watched Transformers will tell you, and anybody who's led a little bit of servant leadership in their life, is that you always have to place others before you. You always have to ensure that as a leader, like Optimus Prime does, you are willing to make the ultimate sacrifice for your team. And when you're going against a group of people, who you're fighting against. You always start with, we don't want to fight you. We want to bring you into the fold. We're here to welcome you back. But if you do fight us, we're going to defend the others. And I think that this is a critical point for teachers is that we are constantly battling against all these different enemies that we don't even know. And I'll tell you, for a 22-year-old that's about to graduate because tis graduation season in May right now, I don't think they realize how much poverty, family uh, implosions, but also just society writ large right now is really torching educators. And I think what we've got to do is we've got to get back to the fact that educators are the foundation of everything else. At one point, Optimus Prime always pointed to was he didn't know everything, but he knew who knew. And so if you look at the team of Autobots, They have experts in every field, and all Optimus Prime does is says, let's roll. And that's, I think, what a great thing about a a leader does, is that they will support their team into the future. And so that's why I think that my book, Thinking About Teaching, is really awesome. Plus, I sneak an outcast uh, song in there, too. So that's just, you know, dropping the mic. All about the song. That's making... I love it. Yeah, if that's gonna get if that's getting you interested, we're gonna give away a copy later on. So make sure you hang out for the rest of the episode. We're gonna give away a copy of that. So, uh, Casey, I want to jump into a question about failure, and I'm hoping that you can share a story with us with us about a time that you've had a failure and kind of take us there with you. What happened? How did you overcome that failure? And what did you take away from that experience? So it's it's interesting, Jeff and Ray. You mentioned about a failure, and I'm very open and honest in my book, thinking about teaching from Edge of Match 2020 about my failure. And that was the worst lesson I ever did. I really epically kicked the soccer ball wide right. Sorry, that was a Buffalo Bills reference. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. <laughs> ah, um, or in the crease, if you will. Um, that's a hockey reference. Go Sabres. I really did a poor job planning the lesson. And what I realized was I epically failed my students there because I was thinking on how to get through the lesson. I wasn't thinking about getting them through the lesson. I wasn't thinking about supporting my team of students to get through a lesson. I showed back-to-back videos. Ouch. Terrible. Not good. I didn't think anything about the New York State standards because I'm in New York. I didn't think about the C3 social studies standards. I didn't think about the Stanford History Education Group which talks about how to not bore yourself when you're teaching. I, at the ripe old age of 21, I was a 55-year-old teacher that day. 
what I mean was, was I was at the end of my rope and I just mailed it in. Nothing against senior teachers. I have met some amazing senior teachers who have to eat a Snickers bar just to watch them teach. They're so full of energy. But you know, it's the one who just, they're at the end of it. They're counting down the days until they can go down to Florida or they can go fishing. And I did that. And I'll tell you why, Ray and Jeff, I was exhausted. A lot of people don't talk about how hard it is to teach. And they don't talk about how emotionally you have to be ready to be there, to cry with your students, to cheer with your students, to support your students. You need to be there for them emotionally as well as physically. So we talk about how teachers need to take a mental health day. I think it's more than that. I think teachers need to take a soul health day because it's more than just their thought. It's mental health matters but it's also about the seed. It's the part in you. And sometimes that gets busted wide open and you need more band-aids than the school nurse can carry. Ain't that the truth? Oh, powerful. So obviously you have a lot of insight to share on this. And clearly you have not only written books on it, but, but have a lot in store in terms of what you want to share, how you want to share, and just trying to better our field. But when it comes to excite, what is exciting you about education, I like to phrase this as like, what really is fueling your fire with what you do? Like, what keeps you in that space? Ray, I got to tell you, I was so inspired by the students who I have seen in my middle school classes, my high school classes, my college classes when I go out and I do mentoring, because they truly believe that they can change the world and they don't do it from hubris. They do it because they know how to. They've learned through scouting. They've learned through community-based organizations. They've learned through the why. They've learned through other groups how to be leaders. And they go into education less because they want the summers off and more because, gosh darn it, there is a child out there that is hurting and they're going to fix it. I think the problem that we face, Ray and Jeff, is that we've got too much of what is called MUDA through the IISC, which is the international uh, uh, group for industrial scientists, and it's waste. It's MUDA. We waste way too many amazing people because something's wrong with the system, something's broke. And what juices me up is seeing an amazing person who, you know, they are on the edge and that what they need to do is they need somebody to say to them, hey, I believe in you. But more importantly, more than just I believe in you, I know you can do this. I know you've got the strength in you. Right now, you've got a burden put down that burden, give yourself a rest, but pick it back up, go in there, and I will be right beside you. And you know, part of the problem is, Jeff and Ray, I think the system is set up in such a way that we have created, and this is what my second book is about, cogs in the machine. Everybody has become a widget. Everybody's become a data point. What we haven't done is we haven't captured the humanity and the humility and quite frankly, the hubris in our systems that has led us to the point where we believe that human waste is okay. It's not. 
Anytime you take talent and toss it, you're doing a disservice. Just like as Americans, we've been told we've got to recycle better. We've got to be better with our environmental impact. I think we've got to be better in not only helping to identify not just top-of-the-line students, but middle-of-the-line students and students who struggle. And you know where I picked this up from? My brother, my most amazing brother, Nick, is smarter than I am when it comes to computers. I can't figure out how to turn on a computer. He can make it dance in triplicate and do math in three dimensions using Greek letters because he knows how to do computers. But my brother is never going to write a book because that's not his talent. But I'll tell you what I'm super envious of besides his talent at fixing computers is what an awesome husband he is, what an awesome father he is, what an awesome son he is, what an awesome nephew he is, and how he can look at an old house, tear it apart, and make it better than when it was originally back together. He's got talent. And my high school and his high school didn't want to see that talent. And so I fight for him as much as I can because he inspires me. Mm, love that. Love it, love it, love it. You know, it's it's comical because question five, I always ask for advice, but I feel like you just shared oodles of it. If you had to share one piece of advice, I know it's hard to narrow it down to one. Jeff, this question is really hard. But Casey, if you had to pick just one piece of advice to kind of leave for our listeners, what would that be for them? I, I think, Ray, the piece of advice I would give them and Jeff is this. To thine own self, be true. Yes, I did just quote the movie with Danny DeVito in it. And here's the reason why. <laughs> And here's the reason why to thine own self be true. In our society, we have created a situation where ethics gets people killed. And my family experienced that because we had a younger brother. His name was Adam. He was born very ill because a company that made morning sickness drugs didn't do all the FDA required testing they need to. And so in the 1980s, Adam was born sick. And my family suffered as Adam suffered and died. And so when I went to Rensselaer Polytechnical Institute and I was teaching leadership ethics embedded in an introduction to engineering design class, and I told my students this story, they wept with me. They mourned with me. But one of the things they promised me, Ray and Jeff, is that they would all say, wait, stop, this isn't right, and I'm not going to go forward. If somebody back in the 80s would have had those ethics, those morals, that fortitude to say, wait, stop, we're not going forward with this, how many families wouldn't have had to have a tragedy? And my students who are educators, my students who are computer scientists, my students who are bankers, who are engineers, who are historians, and who are just trying to find their way out there, right? And Jeff, they say, ethically, we will be challenged in our lives, but we're going to remember 
how our professor cried because his little brother died. And I want all teachers out there to stop and to say, wait, is this right? Or should we continue? Because that is the only way we're going to get systematic change. Wow. That is powerful, Casey. That is that is powerful, man. Um, I really appreciate you sharing that. And, it, and it's just, I don't know what to say other than that's powerful, man. I, I really appreciate that advice and, and just the vulnerability that you just shared right there and that you share with your students so that they never forget that lesson. I think that is such a powerful um, a story in it, story in itself, but also the lesson from how you just shared that story and how you share it with your students. And I hope we, everyone listening takes that with them. Um, with that said, I want to get, I want, I want to get to book giveaway. Cause I know there's some people that are sitting there going, okay, how do I win the book? How do I win the book? How do I win the book? So here's how you win a copy of Casey's book. Head over to Twitter and you're going to tweet out, make sure you tag at KCJ underscore edu and at teach better team. And we're going to make this simple, but I want you to think through your answer is just tell us what does teaching mean to you? What does that mean to you? And we're going to pick someone and get get a copy of uh, Casey's book for you sent out. So, Casey, the next six questions I'm going to throw at you, and your goal is to answer each one in 15 seconds or less. Are you ready to go? Oh, as a history major, can I give 20 seconds? No, I'll take <laughs> you. You've got 14 now. <laughs> <laughs> now you got 15. You got it. You got this. All right, we're going to, we're going to go on here. What is one ed tech tool you cannot live without? My Twitter buddies. I love my Twitter buddies. Give us a book you're reading right now. I am reading the most phenomenal Kristen Hadid, Permission to Screw Up by Penguin. And I am also reading my Edumatch friend, Melody McAllister's I'm Sorry Story. If you teach elementary school, it must be in your library. Uh, who do we need to follow on uh, Twitter today? 100%. If you are not following Dr. Sarah Thomas, the Edumatch family, Lions Letters, Mandy Froelich, Melanie McAllister, and of course, Equo, who wrote a book called My Name is Address. Oh my gosh, you're missing it. Please follow me as well. I'll help you follow them. And what's a good YouTube channel, website, or podcast for educators to check out? Oh my gosh, you guys are the bomb. I love you. I also think the Beer EDU podcast by Kyle Anderson rocks. And I also want to say that the Thrive O'Clock with Melody and with um, her partner there is phenomenal. There are some great podcasts out there, y'all. Give us a daily, weekly, or monthly routine every teacher should get into. Oh, I think daily routine, they've got to meditate and they've got to give themselves a moment to get jump started because it's all about the Zen before the Zing. And what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? To thine own self be true. Mm. Boy, you didn't have any trouble at all with that history. Get out of here. You nailed it, man. I I was hoping he was going to repeat, it's the Zen before the Zing. And then he even had <laughs> another great piece of advice. I was like, I just would nailed repeat it. the same thing you just said. I like that phrase. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. You've got to have the Zen before the Zing to thine own self be true. You know, I, I think my amazing long-suffering wife who lists me, listens to me right, you know what she said to me? She said, have your Zen before your Zing. There you go. 
You know, Casey, I want to make sure all of our listeners can stay connected with you following this episode. Would you mind sharing your website, your Twitter handle again, just to allow everybody to check out all the work you do? Yeah. So my Twitter handle is really easy. It's at KCJ underscore EDU. Um, I also have an amazing Weebly website. It's uh, if you Google CTJ solutions, it'll pop up. Uh, It's also got my blog there. Um, I'm on Facebook thinking about teaching and also CTJ solutions. I don't do Instagram quite well because, well, I'm just part of that generation that don't know how to use it. But I do love my ed tech folks. So, um, but again, just please follow me, search me, uh, hang out. I love people contact because I believe that's the only way we're going to make systematic improvement is we if we help each other. I love it. You know, you can find all the links and all the resources and everything we mentioned this episode over at teachbetter.com, as well as the really important links for connecting with Casey and keeping that conversation going. So head over to teachbetter.com for all of that. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. And if you can give us a rating and review, we'd really appreciate that as well. Let's keep taking this one step further. Think of just three of your colleagues who need to hear these amazing stories and connect with these amazing educators and just share this podcast with them. Casey, truly, truly appreciate you coming on, man. Really appreciate your, your stories, your insights, your humor, just the, the guy you are and the things you're trying to do. And appreciate you taking some time to hang out with us, man. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff, and thank you, Ray. This has been a very lovely, lovely amount of time with you. Thank you so much. And until next time, let's get out there and let's teach better.